The Jack Michael Show podcasts are brought to you by Fantasy Sports Paradise. Bo joins us today. Bo, uh, thanks for the time today. I know time is short, but it's it's precious. It's good to have you on board. How are you doing, Coach? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. Hey, congratulations on the win. Uh, you don't take any uh, win for granted, and when it's against an FBS team, good for you guys. And I said, it is kind of a badge of honor you carry for the FCS when an FCS team can can pick off an FBS team, right? No question. I mean, yeah, you feel good, not just for our program, but just for FCS football in general and just, you know, just just showing people. And it's not really like you're out to prove anything, but it's just fun to be on that stage and to uh, and to show that our guys aren't afraid of that situation or that moment. And that we're, uh, you know, when the when the whistle sounds, you know, we're, we're ready to go for 60 minutes. And, and obviously, you guys are plenty familiar with that. And I always have so much respect, not just for the you know, obviously the multiple championships, but, but North Dakota State has obviously had a tradition as well of going into FBS places and, uh, you know, coming out victorious numerous times. This has to be, uh, this is a treat because it may be how it should be. The non two teams from different conferences, Bo, that you go and toe-to-toe, this game will not define either team's season. Uh, you're on the road in this particular game. All those titles, all that hoopla, what's to lose, right, Coach? <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I mean, there's, there's, you know, if you were to, you know, odds makers or this or that, you're, you know, you're, you're definitely not supposed to win as a road team coming over North Dakota State, and that's really because North Dakota. That's not just something people are saying. That's it's, it's been proven. It's been proven over years. Their resume speaks for itself, and we have so much respect for that. But I will say, as our guys, you know, necessarily don't, we don't necessarily look at it as what's not to lose. We look at it as a game that we're preparing to go win. And that's how we looked at the WSU game. That's how we looked at a University of Washington game a couple years ago or Oregon State game that we were able to come out on top. That's how we look at it. Now, don't get me wrong. We understand how tough it is, and the margin for error is very thin when you play a team like North Dakota State that is so well coached, is so disciplined. And I don't think they get enough credit sometimes. People say, well, they're so tough, big, strong. No, they're talented. They're extremely, extremely talented, too. So, you know, and, and they maximize that talent. So it's not just talent that's not pushing it to the highest level. They take talented players, and those talented players are gutsy enough and gritty enough to take their talent to the highest level in terms of their work ethic Bo, and their discipline. So it's impressive. It, 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 Bo Baldwin, head coach of Eastern Washington, joining us today on 740 The Fan. You probably touched on already some of the obstacles, and we'll get to maybe your concerns more with North Dakota State quickly, but – Anytime you talk about Eastern Washington, as I mentioned, Bo, having done a number of years for the University of North Dakota in the Big Sky, I remember when Cooper Cup was a freshman and Mike Berg, my broadcast partner, and I, and even chatting with Larry Ware, your play-by-play guy, going, wow, this kid's special, and he's got lineage behind him. I know it's the first guy everybody brings up, but I think you have to, Bo. My question to you is, teams have got to be trying to focus and concentrate on containing Cooper how is it that you, your OC, continued, and you're a good quarterback that Gage Gubru has obviously stepped up big. How do you keep finding this guy open, or how does he keep making plays? I know he's a Sunday guy eventually, but, but break it down for us, Bill. What is it that, that Cooper is just continues to succeed? Well, there's a number of reasons, and I think the first one, and he'll be the first to say this, it's not as if we have Cooper Cup and we don't have other guys around him. So if you're talking about the position of receiver, and especially at times when we spread the field, or even athletes coming out of the backfield, or in this case an athlete like Gage playing quarterback or when Vernon was playing quarterback before Gage, 
um, Vernon Adams. Yep. You it, it's hard as a defense. It, it becomes hard. You can't if you put all your eggs into the Cooper Cup basket. You've got Shaq Hill. You've got Kendrick Bourne. You've got you know other guys coming out of the backfield. Uh, you know, and then you have an athletic quarterback um, like we've had with both Vernon and now Gage. That it's 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 guys around him, and he's so humble. He would say that as well. And then on top of that, he has an intelligence level as a receiver, not just a receiver, a football player. I mean, because he truly studies the game and knows the game and knows the offense as a quarterback would. I mean, that's not, those aren't just words. He does. So you can put him anywhere. And when you can put a guy anywhere, it is harder to design your defense to take him away. I mean, people say, well, just double cover him or just do that. It's not that easy when he becomes the, you know, the number two slot receiver to the field and the next play is the number one receiver to the boundary. And next, it's not that easy. If he lined up in the same spot every time, it'd be a little easier. But he's smart enough that he can go all over the place on the field, too. So, you know, those two things make it extremely tough to be able to focus all your energy on him. And then he's just that. He's 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 a good enough player. He's worked hard enough to get himself to a level where you can kind of know it's coming and he can still beat you. He just has that. He has that will and that ability to do that. You even had Cooper throw a pass, for goodness sakes, Bo. Yeah, it's, I think it's his third or fourth uh, completion in his career. You know, so he, yeah, he. I'm not being a wise guy here. If you lined him up and he played quarterback for multiple games and really studied it in the off season, he could win games at the quarterback position. Sure, yeah, and you know, you know, you tweak your offense, what you do. You know, but that's how smart and that's just how talented he is as an overall football player. I'm glad you, you know. So yes, to be able to move him around, it's it's a lot of fun. I'm glad you mentioned Shaq Hill too, because uh, for those that haven't seen Shaq Hill or uh, watched Eastern Washington or followed him, he's a game breaker too. So yeah, that's obviously, Bo Baldwin has a good team coming up. Here's the other part of it: you are facing North Dakota State. Uh, between the two of you, you got uh, what the last six uh, national championships. This is going to be hyped up. I see ESPN. I think is has picked it up. I know it's being uh, on DirecTV. I forget the channel, Chase, but you got one of those. All that hype aside, you're stepping into an environment. You play in front of big crowds, Bo. I can't imagine that you're going to be too rattled in front of big crowds, but let's go brass tacks here. What does this thing come down to Saturday afternoon at the Fargo Dome in your estimation, Bo? Yeah, I mean, you've got to be so on point. I mean, I know you can you can say it nicely. We we share the last six national titles, but it's not like it's three and three. You know, so I mean, you're talking about a team that's won five straight national titles since our national title in 2010. And for for that to happen, that stuff doesn't happen by accident. I mean, don't get me wrong. Things can go right for a team in a game, or sometimes a couple things go right in a season, you know, that allow you to get over the hump. But to, to do things for five straight years, we're stepping into an environment, yes, that's probably going to be the toughest we've ever stepped into. You know, I, I, I don't, you know, you know, shy away from that. But I like that challenge. I like that challenge of, of what we're stepping into. But the biggest challenge comes from those, those guys on the field, how they play, and just also the coaching staff and what they do as coaches to get their guys ready. It is so impressive. And you just have so much respect as a fellow football coach because some teams, as you watch them through the week, some teams, as you watch them through the week, you always have respect early. You always do. But you find, okay, here's a hole or here's something we can exploit. And as you go through the week, you know, here's something we can do against them. As you watch North Dakota State on film, it's one of the few teams, you know, one of the few where I feel like as I keep watching them, they keep getting better and better. <laughs> I, and I, I'm saying that that's not coach talk. They get better and better, and you just develop more and more respect as you watch the just the little things that they do. 
you know, uh, to go along with maximizing, you know, their talent to a high level. So check every box when you're talking about North Dakota State. And uh, we know that. So to beat them, you know, what it's going to take is going to take doing a lot of things correctly in terms of little things. How you execute on third down, which they are very good at on both sides of the ball. How you execute in the red zone in terms of touchdowns compared to field goals. Where How you take care of the football. And then, uh, you know, who comes out in some of those special teams battles. You know, those are the little things you definitely have to do well if you if you want a chance to come out of there with a win. Last question, honestly, in the last 30 seconds here, you, we mentioned Gabe uh, Gage Gubrud, your quarterback, and you'd mentioned big play VA. I mean, as Vernon Adams used to stomp on those grounds for Eastern Washington. Uh, this game, the atmosphere, not too big for Gage Gubrud, right? No, you know, again, he, no, I, I don't believe it is. But obviously, until you step in it, you don't know. So we don't know, you know, the results and, you know, he's never been there. I've never been there. So we just got to go in there with a plan that, um, you know, that, that we're going to, you know, focus on what we can control and not worry about, you know, the outside stuff, you know, and, and again, it affects your snap count. It affects certain things. So you have to prep that way, you know, and you have to prepare and prep that way. But, uh, definitely liked what I saw out of him in his first college start last week in terms of that look in his eye and that not being afraid of the moment. He is Bo Baldwin. Always a treat talking football with the head coach of Eastern Washington. Bo, safe travels uh, from the Pacific Northwest out here to the Northern Plains and the Red River Valley. And uh, best of luck this weekend, Coach. Thanks for the time today in the fan. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. You got it. Bo Baldwin, head coach of Eastern Washington, joining us today on 740 The Fan.